mysterious-ish, contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Everything is fantastic. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's really not. It's Everything really kind of sucks. But Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Crisis. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does this come out on Christmas? No, no, no. No, no, no. Christmas is a Monday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. So oh, wait, we're t- wait. Oh, actually, that's no. It's a, it's a Monday. You're right. <laughs> Whoa, so much is going on right now. <laughs> Christmas is a Monday. You're right. Yes, Christmas is but Monday. This is that's actually a good segue. Um, listeners, as usual, we are going to be taking off uh, Christmas week, so we will not have an episode again until January second. Yes. So Tuesday the twenty sixth, there will not be an episode, and uh, therefore, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll see you in twenty twenty four. Okay. And that's the start of the episode, so I don't know why I said see you. Oh, well, that's the end of the episode. All right, guys, bye. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> that's oh, it. shit. But on another note, I can't wait to kick this year out the fucking door. Dude, me too. I think F- we've said it before. Literally. Literally, this has been the worst fucking year ever. I hate it here. Same. I have never been so mentally ill in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit everything is great it's fine it's fine everything's fine don't ask questions everything's fine hey uh so to make us feel better <laughs> do you want to hear a ghost story yes tell me a spookle so do you remember when we talked about the Velisca axe her axe herder mouse axe herder <laughs> axe <laughs> murder house yeah yeah i remember that (laughs) i just had a stroke yeah uh so uh during that time during that process of researching the that herder mouse you know uh i came across the sally house i think i told you that that i came across that one yeah uh i was watching the sam and colby video of the Velisca house and the caretaker of that house said that the Sally house was another creepy-ass place that he'd been to. Uh-huh. Mm. So I decided that that would be something I would cover. I like it. Uh, the Sally house is known as one of the most haunted places in America. But um, pretty much every haunted place claims that title. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's fine. Everyone can, can be the most haunted place in America. It's subjective. Right. (laughs) Um, So it is, however, the most haunted place in Atchison, Kansas. Uh, The house was built in the 1860s by a man named Michael Finney. Uh, Eventually, his son, a physician named Dr. Charles Finney, would move into the house with his family. Um, He, Dr. Charles ran his medical practice out of the house, which is just the creepiest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. 
it gives murder house. Mm. You know? Because mm-hmm. didn't they, they run a medical practice out of the murder house? Am I wrong? Am I stupid? Um, I mean, did, is that what you want to call it? Like, the, the isn't that where the guy took the people down to the basement and... Did the abortions? Was it abortions? I'm pretty sure. I don't so remember. Long. Yeah, dude, I should probably rewatch American Horror Story, but it's fine. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so the bottom floor of this house had operating rooms and exam rooms while uh, a bedroom served as his office. The rest of Charles's Charles's family lived upstairs. Just soups cash. You can hear some screaming downstairs. Don't worry about it. Dad's just uh, seeing a patient. Yeah, that's fine. In 1905 or 1906, I saw both reported. Uh, Charles was awoken by a woman and her child who needed medical help. Um, this is this is horrific. So a little little trigger warning. Uh, the six-year-old girl was having extreme abdominal pain, and Charles decided that the child had appendicitis and knew that he had, knew, quote-unquote, that he had to do surgery to remove the organ. Um, he gave her anesthesia, but did not wait for it to take effect before he began cutting her open. The little girl, whose name was Sally, began to scream, and then she stopped screaming and went limp. She died right then, believing that she was being tortured to death. Oh my goodness. So uh yeah, that's horrible. Um so but here here's the thing. I did see in a couple of places that this story of Sally is not actually true. Um I saw that there was a person named Sally who had lived there in 1948, but she did not die in the house. Uh, there are also reports that the Humbard families, uh-huh, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Maybe it's hum- Humbard, Humbard, I don't know. Their family, uh, they had a daughter and she had an imaginary friend named Sally. So uh, that could be how it got its nickname. Uh, there's like this whole timeline of what happened surrounding the people involved in this house from 1822 to 2008. Like, it's it's fucking extensive. Like there are births, deaths, random events, like the how when the deed transferred and like who lived in the house when and it's fu- it's wild. It's crazy. Like everything you can think of is on that list or that timeline. Um you can find it if you search Sally House historical timeline and it's a sallyhouse.com link, but I will also uh link the exact url in the show notes uh i'm not sure if the sally story is true um it seems unfathomable that a doctor would cut into a child before the anesthesia took effect uh but it was the early 1900s uh there are certain things that could bolster the story's truth but people tend to seek out uh confirmation bias so i'm not sure i'm just i'm just not sure right Anyway, we swing it, though. There is at least one entity in the house. Uh, We will get to that in a bit. (laughs) So after Charles moved out of the house, it went through many different occupants. In the late 1940s, the Mize family moved in. That is M-I-Z-E, Mize. Uh, They are the ones with the daughter named Sally. 
Um, her real name was Sarah, but apparently Sally is equivalent to Sarah. <laughs> okay. It's not, but whatever. <laughs> Um, by 1958, a woman named Ethel Anderson lived there. And then the Humbards, who is the one with, um, the Sally imaginary friend, uh, they moved in in the early 1990s. No later than 1994, though I could not find the specific year when they moved in, but Deborah and Tony Pickman lived in the house, and this is when the activity began, mm-hmm. which I I find, yeah, I find kind of odd that it waited, like, the house was over 100 years old by the time these people moved in. Like, what what happened? I choose you. Ah, no, please don't <laughs> fucking ever choose me, dear God. <laughs> so, here we go, ghosties. Uh, the Pickmans began, isn't that a video game pikmin not pac-man i mean pick whatever it's fine the pikmins begin i swear to god it's p-i-k-m-i-n isn't it i don't know what is happening with technology today oh my god mercury's in the gatorade mercury's in the gatorade that's what's going on with technology we are blaming our technical difficulties today on mercury being in the microwave okay you said p-i-k-m-i-n yeah. That is a game. I Pico. fucking thought so. I've never heard of it. Dude, my phone is being so dumb right now. I'm going to scream. Okay. Anyway, so the Pikmins began noticing strange occurrences after they moved in, um, including attacks on Tony specifically, as well as like Fuck unexplained. You, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Ezekiel. <laughs> uh, Tony specifically. As well as unexplained voices and other activity. Uh, Tony says that he would get scratched on his chest or abdomen. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is one thing that I think bolsters the little girl Sally story. Uh, because like specifically scratches on the abdomen because she was like supposedly uh, cut open on her abdomen. So... Uh, He said, Tony said in one instance that he was walking by the stairs when he felt something lift him up and push him. No. No. I'm out. Bye. Uh, The entity in this house is said to hate men. Clearly. Um, This is another thing. Me too, girl. Is that what you said? (laughs) That's hilarious. You're right. You're right. Uh, but this is honestly something else that bolsters the Sally story because, like, ooh, yeah, if a man cuts you open right, and kills you, I, too, would hate men. They exactly. have done far less to me. <laughs> and I don't particularly like them. I like my husband and my friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the Pikmin's dog would also, uh, growl at seemingly nothing, mostly when he was near the nursery, Hmm. which I was just talking about how fucking creepy, like, goings on in a nursery are, because, like, it's the whole, like, child ghost freaks me out more than, like, any other kind of ghost thing, you know what I mean? You know. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Uh, no, no. Hold on. Just, you cut out again. 
Oh. And you, what was the last, what was the last thing you said? It was, um. The dog? The dog. The dog would growl at seemingly nothing? Yes. Mostly when he was near the nursery? Yep, and then you. And then I said that, that I was just talking about how creepy nurseries are. Uh-huh. Nurseries are creepy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Sorry for the, like, I don't even know what's going on, listeners, but. Apparently today was not the fucking day to record. Apparently not. God damn it, Mercury. Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to keep going. Okay. Uh, So typical things that happen to investigators and visitors in the house include equipment, work. I just had a stroke. It's fine. Uh, Equipment stops working suddenly. Batteries are drained. Objects move around the house. Unexplained bruises or scratches, physical touches, cold spots, and trained dogs refusing to enter the nursery. Goodness. So, um, something's going on in that fucking nursery, and I don't like it. Uh-uh. I, I don't like it. Get rid of it. Get, <laughs> get rid of the nursery. Just the nursery. Yeah. <sighs> so, according to visitatchison.com, quote, Psychics have confirmed the presence of spirits dwelling in the home, and many have actually communicated with them. Visits by paranormal investigators have provided audio, video, and photographic proof of paranormal activity. And now, I'm going to detail you some of that proof. (laughs) Of course, I watched the Ghost Adventures episode. Oh, lovely. And the Sam and Colby video. (laughs) Lovely. So, starting with the always ever dramatic Zach Bagans, um, it's seven, another stroke. It's season 13, episode two, for anyone who wants to watch. So, starting with the ever dramatic Zach Bagans. So, there's a dark spot on the floor in the basement, and the lady that they interview says that it's believed that there was a lady who did animal sacrifices. Quote, or not, let me, let me correct that. Not a lady a witch okay Mm. so this so-called witch did animal sacrifices that uh that in the black spot on the floor in the basement where she drew the was where she drew the pentagram and she used that for her rituals supposedly lovely all right because it's always it always goes back to witches (laughs) of course or satanists it's always satanists oh naturally yes um, so then Zach goes and interviews Deb and Tony Pickman, and Tony tells him about a time that he was standing in the kitchen, and he turned around to see a little girl staring at him. No. Uh, Tony drew what he saw, and it was a little girl, probably about a year and a half year a year and a half old. <laughs> I can speak. Uh, she had rosy cheeks, curly hair, and big eyes. She was out, like, the picture that she drew was, or the picture that he drew was very cute. But knowing that it's not a real child mm-hmm. makes it not so cute anymore. Right. Uh, so Tony then details how he got scratched by the entity many times. Um, like so many times, like you would have, you have no fucking idea. Like you have to go watch the episode. They show like a long slideshow of every single picture, every single time that he got scratched. And like some of the pictures that they showed, 
the the scratches were deep. Oh goodness! It yeah, it was bad. Uh, so now onto the investigation. The uh, Ghost Adventures crew brought a very young female psychic medium. She was like fifteen, maybe. And what? yeah, they did this because they thought that maybe the entity would connect with someone younger okay instead of like an older person for okay. whatever reason it makes no fucking sense but it is zach bagans so nothing he does really makes sense anyways um so the activity starts pretty much immediately um, they walk into the house and the medium who had not been told like any of the details of this house uh, begins to detail the girl that Tony drew, the little girl that he saw in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And she had like, as far as we know, she had never, I, I am very skeptical of the Ghost Adventures show and Zach Bagan. So sorry, <laughs> but she begins to detail this little girl and then Jay gets scratched on the arm. Um, so they go upstairs and, uh, or no, sorry, they go to the basement and the medium gets a strong sense that they need to go up, go back upstairs to the main floor while, um, like the medium is saying that they need to go upstairs and like get out of there. Tony, who is Tony and Deb were at the house with them. Tony feels like something grabbed his neck, like as the medium was saying, we need to go. And so they go upstairs, and lo and behold, he has a huge fucking welt on his neck, like a burn, like a big ass welt. And like, there's no way that anyone else caused it unless it was like way before they went to the basement, but it had the look of like a new, like a new, like a fresh welt. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Um, the next day, Tony and Deb are gone and the GA crew are doing their lockdown. And Zach and Aaron walk around the house with the SLS camera, which is the one um, the one with the stick figures. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and while they've got the SLS camera, they repeatedly ask Sally to show herself. And as they walk up the stairs, the SLS camera shuts off. Like, by itself, just completely shuts off. And remember that that was one of the, the like, things that people report happening as they investigate this house. Mm-hmm. And then there are, like, knocking sounds at the exact same time. And then Zach kicks up the drama and says, quote, I can't move. Something is in me or around me. Oh, my goodness. And then Aaron joins the dramatics and says the house is coming alive and that then zach goes it's pure fear up here no (laughs) they're fucking ridiculous like i can't i can't anything they say cannot be taken seriously i can't it's not they're just a bunch of fucking clowns i don't know so Basically, there's just a bunch of footsteps and loud sounds of objects falling or moving. And then Zach and Aaron are upstairs not paying attention, but there's like this big group of toys, um, like a doll, a baby doll, some stuffed animals, and they're all sitting on the floor in like a like a semicircle. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a camera, like a night vision camera pointed at all of those toys in that room, like from the hallway. 
and Zach asked Sally to move the ball, but then the stuffed teddy bear starts moving. Like, very clearly starts rocking back and forth and, like, side to side. No. And Zach doesn't fucking notice. Billy and whoever the other guy are down at, like, that are watching the cameras and everything happen, um, they, like, yell at Zach and they're like, dude, that fucking bear just moved. And he, like, tries to get it to happen again and it doesn't, but whatever. It's still, like, the bear stays propped up the whole time. Like, it didn't just fall over. It was literally being rocked back and forth and side to side. Like, it, it was fucking crazy. Hmm. Yeah, that's Other than that, yeah, it's, it was really weird. It was really, like, interesting because it felt more genuine than, like, other things that we see on Ghost Adventures. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah, it was. And that room, that room comes back when we get to Sam and Colby's video. So, and basically nothing else happens for the rest of the the ghost adventures episode so we're just gonna start talking about the um sam and colby video um so sam and colby do address the botched appendectomy story of sally and they do say that you know it's just a legend um but they also think that the spirit sally is disguising itself as a child uh no yeah okay Mm mm-hmm all right, what are you thinking? That's a that that's a valid point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. It's um demons and like negative energies do tend to disguise themselves as children because they think that it's more um palatable and more approachable. But um it actually has done the opposite. No shit, because nah. I don't fuck with a kid ghost. Not no really. thanks. I'm I'm good. Pass. Pass. Uh, So uh, as they start the investigation, uh, they turn on the REM pod, which um, the REM pod is the little circle thing that they had in the Conjuring House series that lights up and beeps. And when they would put it by the basement door, it would go absolutely fucking insane. You know what I'm talking about? The little red thing. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as they turn on the REM pod, it immediately starts lighting up. So at the Sally house, they had set up a little tea party in the same room where the Ghost Adventures crew caught the teddy bear moving. So they put the the REM pod in the center of the tea party and it immediately was going fucking crazy. Uh, Sam recalibrated it and then even more lights went off. And this is the one that like detects specifically like it lights up where the, the energy is standing. Mm-hmm. So I think in the Conjuring House series, they told it to, like, walk around the circle thing, and it did. And so, but there were, like, multiple lights lit up. It it was fucking, it was wild. So then the music box went crazy. And when Sam said, if there's someone there, can you step away from me? The box stopped, like, immediately. Uh, They moved towards the box to see if it was just being dumb. And it, like, nothing happened. And then Sam said, if there's someone there, can you step in front of this? And it immediately started again. No. So it's intelligent. Like, it's responding to fucking commands. Mm-hmm. So then they go back to the tea party room and the REM pod is going crazy. The music box is going off. And then they hear laughing. No. Yeah. 
Um, a motion sensor toy goes off on the daybed, and then there's some knocking sounds. And then after that, Seth, who was at the conjuring house at one point, goes to the bathroom and his fucking nose is bleeding. Yeah. He like comes out with a fucking nosebleed. It's crazy. Um, so then there's this whole big thing about a magic eight ball that was at one point upstairs, but when Sam goes downstairs to grab the headphones and uh, blindfold to do the Estes method, uh, the ball is at the bottom of the stairs. One of the other guys on the trip, his name is Nate. Um, he thinks that Sam put the ball at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, Sam denies this. And Seth thinks that during the chaos of the REM pod toy and knocking and laughter and all that shit, it rolled down the stairs and they didn't hear it. Well, they did review the footage and it turns out that when Seth jumped away from the motion sensor toy, when it went off, he kicked the ball, which means that that the the knocking they heard was probably the eight ball rolling down the stairs. Mm. Um, So regardless, they decide to do the Estes method with Sam wearing the blindfold and headphones while the rest have the magic eight ball. Um, They want to see if the answers that Sam gives lines up with the answers of the magic eight ball. Some of the answers line up, some don't. For example, Nate asks if there is a dangerous spirit in the basement. The ball says it is decidedly so. And Sam gives a very quick yes. Like it was it was probably the fastest freaking yes I've ever heard come from the Estes method. There was no waiting. But then Seth asks if there are multiple evil spirits in the basement. And the ball says yes, but Sam says no, like a long drawn out no. Uh, they basically say that because some of the answers don't line up, it's because there are two entities. Like one is speaking through the ball and the other is speaking through the spirit box. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily buy that i think that the magic eight ball is just a game of chance (laughs) right (laughs) there's literally a dice inside of it so it's just what you roll it doesn't have anything to do with i don't think spirits control that sorry sorry guys (laughs) um so then they decide to throw a birthday party for sally oh um so they they bought a birthday cake Okay. Um, summoned Sally. No. And invited her downstairs. And then they lit some candles and sang her happy birthday. Why do they do these things? Uh, because they're fucking edgy. <laughs> so while they are singing happy birthday, Erica, you are not ready for this. Oh. While they are singing happy birthday, there is a fucking crash. They go to look and guess what it was what the fucking magic eight ball no it fell down the stairs and landed in the same spot that sam found it before i don't like every single person that was in the house was in the dining room probably 20 to 30 feet away and the ball rolled down the stairs and landed where it was the first time yeah that's creepy nate dipped (laughs) he fucking left like he left he left the house, walked down the street, and like the rest of them had to go and retrieve him and convince him to go back into the house. Poor guy. He was like he was a skeptic. 
Like, he was a skeptic when he walked into this fucking house, and he was freaking out. Rightfully so. Right. There's just, there's, like, absolutely no fucking way that they put that ball at the bottom of the stairs. You hear the crash, you see them panic, and then you see the ball there. Mm-hmm. There, it, There's just no way they put it there. There's just absolutely no way. So they coaxed Nate back into the house and tried to debunk it. Uh, and then Nate got overwhelmed and dipped again. He left. <laughs> um, they that thought about the fact. It. Yeah, he is. He's He was really freaked out. Like, if you watch this video, he was really fucking freaked out. Um, so they thought about the fact that they had invited Sally to come downstairs and thought maybe she just uh, brought the ball with her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nate loses his goddamn mind. He is in entirely in denial about it happening he thinks that someone did it like he thinks that someone made that ball fall down but sam swears he put it back like on the floor or maybe it was nate not nate um seth one of them swears that they put it on the fucking floor and they got it on camera they never show us that clip not really i don't think i didn't pay that much attention um but yeah he's just in absolute denial so then they go to the basement, um, but I am not going to detail all of that because you should just go watch the video. I mean, you should anyways because, like, it's a good video and, like, so much other shit happens that I can't detail. I just told you, like, the big shit that happened up until the basement. And some shit happens with, uh, no, no, I lied. That was the, one of the other houses. I'm getting everything confused. I'm watching too much Ghost Adventures. <laughs> anyways there was a really good video you guys should absolutely go watch it i will also link that in the show notes the sam and colby video for you guys um but that's the sally house it's stupid fucking haunted like to the point that even zach bagans himself struggled to enhance the dramatics i mean he did but he struggled to do so right right right. because uh yeah it was crazy 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 this this get, became a really, really, really long episode, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, hopefully the technical difficulties get worked out, but... Yes. Alrighty, listeners. Well, that is that is it for uh, 2023. Wow. We are, we are Audi 5000. Do people still say that? I don't know. Probably not. It's fine. I don't care. I'm a bajillion and six years old anyway, so... Wow. <laughs> All right, listeners. Well, we hope that you guys have a wonderful Merry Christmas and or whatever holiday you celebrate and a Happy New Year. And we'll see you guys on the flip side in 2024, where hopefully it is better than the last three fucking years. Please. For the love of God, you have to give us a break. Like, we need a break. (laughs) Please. We're begging you. God. Okie doke, listeners. We will see you guys not next week, but the week after. Bye. Bye-bye forever. Thank you for listening to Mysterious-ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious-ish-pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at MysteriousishPod at gmail.com. Or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. 
Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe. <laughs>